The No Tap is live for Thursday. It is June 1st. We are going to rank the top things said by Aaron Rodgers in the explosive interview he gave Matt Schneidman about the succession plan and Jordan Love. There was a lot there, a lot of meat on the bone for Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers, and we'll unpack it all. And we'll do it in hopefully 22, 25 minutes here. Uh, it's a short podcast today. I screwed up my timing before I headed out, head out to Louisville. Uh, so there will not be a podcast tomorrow. I tried to get you guys two podcasts, two full-ass podcasts, and it didn't happen. So I got to be better at that. Um, I will work on that for the future uh, because I have some other dates coming up where I'm going to be out and about. I'm not at home so I apologize. Uh, hope you guys forgive me. Hope you guys are still leaving reviews. Uh, there have been a review in a long time, by the way. Just, just food for thought. Uh, but yeah, let's get into this and talk about all the things said by Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers finally gave his side of the story. Aaron Rodgers actually talked to a real journalist about all that happened with the Green Bay Packers, with Jordan Love, and everything else. Aaron, and when I say that, I don't mean that as a diss to Pat McAfee, but I, I think some of my issues with McAfee is that when he talks to Pat, it's a lot like state-run media. There isn't as much context. It is Aaron Rodgers pontificating. And this, while quotes from Rodgers, they were framed around Schneid, the context that Schneidman provided. Uh, I have to give a lot of credit for Matt for writing this piece. Uh, it's anything better than what we've seen from the Milwaukee Bucks beat writers who can't pick up a pen and paper to write a story about Adrian Griffin and why the Bucks chose Adrian Griffin. That's another story for another time. We aren't going to go quote by quote, but we are going to kind of paraphrase. We're going to talk about what Schneidman wrote, and we're going to go through all the things that matter the most. I think number one is Aaron Rodgers saying, I talk to the people I like. Him saying that was a clean shot across the bow to Brian Gunacoust. He did not like Brian Gunacoust. He did not want to be friends with Brian Gunacoust. He had no interest in working with Brian Gunacoust. It's clear that the Jordan Love draft pick fractured their relationship. They were never going to have a relationship. It was never coming back. Rodgers saw it as a Ted Thompson-like move but he wasn't Ted Thompson. Roger said that on McAfee, by the way, not with the Schneidman piece. And it's pretty evident that's how Rodgers felt. This is one of the best rivalries now in the NFL. Uh, Rodgers versus Goot. And Brian Gutekunst will take the high road. Right? Brian Gutekunst will not respond. Uh, but I do think Aaron Rodgers you know, makes it pretty clear as day that Goot is the enemy. That any Packer fan that's still that's going to be a Jet fan next year, it's going to have an eight Jets jersey. And by the way, those people are traitors. Uh, food for thought. But I, I will I will save that for another time. Uh, they should be mad at Brian Gunacoust. This is eerily similar, but I remind you, as Brett Favre versus Ted Thompson. This was a, this is the exact like it, it's so spooky how similar this is. Because that, to me, is the number one thing that stands out in this. Like If I have to go with the power rankings, that, to me, is number one. Is how much Aaron Rodgers hates Brian Gutekunst and how he doesn't like them. He said it did improve after 2021 when he aired the grievances, but he said it, it never got to where it needed to be. And he always said the Jets were better at it already. 
he's like, oh, look at my new girlfriend. They're, they're so much better. They do so many different things in the bedroom that you couldn't even dream about. It's how I felt like Rodgers came off. Aaron Rodgers and Raigukus were doomed from the start. And that to me is the number one thing. And the number one thing that really sort of is evident and clear that Aaron Rodgers did not want to work with them. Aaron Rodgers, you know, to me, to kind of be two on this here, is he confirmed a lot of the things that were talked about this this offseason. There was supposed to be a meeting with Aaron Rodgers out west with Brian Gunacoust. And then he blamed life. He's like, life got in the way. I texted him one time. He texted me the other time. I find it hard to believe that they did not have a standing meeting. Like, hey, I'd like to meet you at 6 p.m. on this date or on this day. Maybe you give a range of dates. You say, this time period works best for me. Uh, Can you make it? Rogers, you know, being coy, being dodgy. He's like, well, I didn't respond right away. Very interesting, right? When you don't want to do something and you procrastinate it or you want to kind of be elusive, you can do things like not text right away. So then you're like, oh shit, I just saw your message. Can you do this time? And knowing damn well they can't do it. And they're like, no, you can't. Oh, that's too bad. So even though Brian Gunacus wanted to work with Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers was out. Aaron Rodgers was out on that idea. Aaron Rodgers also confirmed that he wanted to retire still after the darkness retreat. And that you know, is something he is sticking towards and said after he came back, he wanted to play. And David Dunn, his agent, told him that Packers were already shopping. And basically, it's because they couldn't get a hold of him. And that was back to the, you know, number one, I talked to the people I like. But if Rodgers is like, why didn't anyone talk to me? Why didn't anyone try to get a hold of me? It's pretty evident that the Green Bay Packers were trying to get a hold of him. I, I have no idea what Aaron Rodgers could have wanted. Do you want to talk to Russ Ball, who's way down on the rankings here? But did he want to talk to Russ Ball? Because Russ Ball apparently was the guy he said made the most conscious effort to, you know, change his attitude, change his approach, be more communicative. And he really appreciated what Russ did after 2021. So if Russ Ball gave him a call, would have Rodgers picked up? If it was Matt LaFleur, would he have picked up? If it was Tom Clements, would he have picked up? If it was Jordan Love, I don't think that that would probably be the best idea. But would have Rodgers picked up anybody's phone call? Is it only Brian Gutekus that tried calling? That's that's a question I have out of this. Is like who else you know had that conversation? And I I, I just want to know because I feel like there is a lot more meat on that boat because Rodgers accused that accuses them of not communicating enough. And he feels like that's the reason the Packers gave for trading Aaron Rodgers. When in reality, it was Green Bay Packers weren't happy with his offseason workouts. He acted really weird after he got the money. Uh, And he also, you know, there also was breakdowns during the year. And Rodgers says that he has receipts for that and says that, no, you know, they, there were compliments after, you know, people appreciated how I worked through my thumb injury and everything like that. So a couple things to break down there. The off-season workout thing was a huge fuck you to the Green Bay Packers. 
Aaron Rodgers was like, I have to get my mental state right. I can't go to Green Bay during during the offseason. They don't have Taylor Swift. They don't have Wicked. I can't. They don't have the New York Rangers in a play. They don't have that playoff hockey. I, I have to not be in Green Bay for this time period. Summer in New York City is a lot different than summer in Green Bay, let me tell you. And so Aaron Rodgers is at everything. Aaron Rodgers is attending. Even though he's not practicing, he's still there. He's still hanging out. He's still spending time with his teammates. But Aaron Rodgers, heaven forbid, did that in Green Bay. Heaven forbid Aaron Rodgers came up to Door County with his guys. That None of that happened, right? Uh, Aaron Rodgers didn't take time to get to know Christian Watson and Romeo Dobbs. That, that wasn't on the table. That's the reason Aaron Rodgers got traded. Aaron Rodgers can't see that. Aaron Rodgers is going to hang out the words of Gunacoust saying that, oh, it was a communicative, it's, it was a communication issue. No, it wasn't. It was the fact that you were a fucking dick after you got your money. It's a very NBA-like move. We've seen this happen with Ben Simmons. We saw this happen with Anthony Davis. Saw it happen with Kevin Durant. That's what Aaron Rodgers did. Aaron Rodgers is no different than KD, AD, and Ben Simmons. There's no difference. And that's what Aaron Rodgers became. And so for Aaron Rodgers to just say, oh, it was the souring after the contract. And then Devontae Adams leaving, you know, right after it. Even though the Packers were willing to pay Adams, that gets lost in the shuffle and should be reminded to everybody. But they lowballed him early, and that was Adams' way of telling everybody to fuck off. And Rodgers took a big time ricochet shot at Christian Kirk, and Rodgers basically used that as an example of how Green Bay does business. First of all, Green Bay wanted to make sure that they weren't pricing themselves out of the market. Green Bay starting with a light offer to Devontae Adams. And a guy, he just, remember, Rodgers, a few paragraphs up, has just complimented Russ Ball. He says, oh wait, they didn't give him enough money. They didn't give Devontae the money that he wanted. And so Devontae took that as offensive and Devontae didn't want to be here. But if you talk to anybody, and this is kind of a P.J. Tucker story, but it's, it's true, I have that pretty sourced, that Adams didn't really like Green Bay. Steinman notes that, so that's not new news. His wife really hated Green Bay. The fact that he couldn't see, his family couldn't see him play also was a huge factor. Derek Carr, his best buddy, was the quarterback of the Las Vegas Raiders. That also factored in. They moved in to, basically together. They moved to the same community. In Vegas, the writing was on the fucking wall. Aaron Rodgers just chose not to read it. And that, to me, is on him. Rodgers not seeing this when the Packers were ready to give him the money just looks like the guy, a guy who wanted to cash out and did it and then did his own thing the rest of the way because of his mental state. Because he, heaven forbid you spend a little more time in Green Bay, Wisconsin. It's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. Christian Kirk also, I think I mentioned that, but also caught a massive ricket. I said that already. Other things that caught my eye from this Rogers conversation. Uh, I think the Mark Murphy standing his ground and basically Rogers wanting Gunacus fired in 2021. 
or traded. And that was the ultimatum that Aaron Rodgers gave the Green Bay Packers and Mark Murphy stood his ground. Mark Murphy did not trade Aaron Rodgers. Mark Murphy did not fire Brian Gunacoust. Mark Murphy basically said, you're not bigger than the Green Bay Packers. Give Mark Murphy a lot of shit. But that, to me, is the Packer way. To me, that is what the Green Bay Packers are all about. The Green Bay Packers have never let a player dictate the franchise. They gave Aaron some leeway. They gave Aaron some, some you know, a big contract. But at the end of the day, they did not let Aaron Rodgers run this team. The last time they did that was far back in 22, like the Mike Sherman days were really where Favre sort of ran it. I realize I contradict that no one has had, but under Mark Murphy, it really hasn't been that case. And he made damn sure of it again. And he deserves a ton of credit. Like he really does for standing his ground. Aaron Rodgers also wanted to bitch about the 2020 NFL draft and that I wish we would have drafted a playmaker or we would have got somebody to help us after losing in the NFC Championship game. I was supposed to do a whole redraft pod and it's it's coming. I will ha- it'll be here at some point. I've done the work. I just didn't have the time. There was nobody there. There was nobody there for the Green Bay Packers. That has to be remembered in this interview that Aaron Rodgers never had that that he's just never going to believe. You give Aaron Rodgers that draft, you're like, who would you have wanted? Oh, Brandon Ayuk, he would have been great. Ayuk, actually. Nope, he got drafted right before. Justin Jefferson, he would have been awesome. Nope, five picks before. Packers liked him. All accounts. Green Bay Packers were big fans of, of what he was all about. So there was nobody left. They didn't have any round one grades left. I've told you guys this, I don't know how many times on this podcast. They could have reached for Michael Pittman Jr. They could have reached for T. Higgins. They could have traded down for those guys. But may, And maybe they tried. We don't know. We have no idea. I know they traded up for Jordan Love. So they tried. Why did they trade up? Because they had no more round one draft grades left. If you don't know this by now, I'm sorry. You're living with fucking blinders. And you are like the horses I'm going to watch later today in Louisville. Like, that's what you are. Because that is a dumb fucking mentality to, to, to know about. I think to summarize it, Aaron Rodgers cleared the air because he didn't want to, he didn't want things by sources. Aaron Rodgers has had, had enough. Albert Breer, Breer had wrote a story think somebody else had wrote a story you know that was pretty you know rumors leaking out about Aaron Rodgers and what had happened you know during this period this weird period after the season and Rodgers wanted to set the record straight and he did but he came off worse he came off as a guy who was bitter towards a GM for trade for signing his heir apparent drafting his heir apparent even though the Green Bay Packers gave him three years and $150 million. Aaron Rodgers looks more like a bank robber, a disgruntled superstar, than a guy who is trying to work with the team. A guy who is trying to make sure that they that he was putting his best foot forward. Yes, Aaron Rodgers battled his ass off last year. I have to give Aaron Rodgers credit. He worked through a thumb injury. But let's be 
120 fucking percent clear. Aaron Rodgers would not have done that if Jordan Love wasn't breathing down his neck. Aaron Rodgers did not want to give Jordan Love an opportunity to showcase. And when he finally did against the Philadelphia Eagles, the Super Bowl, the defending NFC champion Philadelphia Eagles, mind you, Love went off for 9 for 13 and 113 and a touchdown to Christian Watson. And everyone, including, I wouldn't say everyone, but a lot of us, Mitch included, on Tabbing the Keg back then, you can find that podcast while I, I've let you down this, this week, said, Jordan Love should start against Chicago. Why not? Let Jordan Love start. Give Aaron Rodgers some rest. You know, we're not close to the playoffs just yet. The Bears are a beatable team. They're one of the worst teams in football. Let Jordan Love get this opportunity. Aaron Rodgers wouldn't allow it. Aaron Rodgers played through that injury to spite Jordan Love. He can say all the nice things about Jordan Love. But that's the question I have today for Jordan Love. If I ever was you know, lucky enough to interview him or do a podcast with him is do you think that Aaron Rodgers fought through the injury because he was scared that you would take his spot? I don't know, man. It's it's definitely worth thinking about. It's definitely worth just sitting with it, having a nice glass of bourbon, and discussing it amongst yourselves and the group chats and everything else. Aaron Rodgers will be a Packer for life. That's no question about it. I realize he's going to be a Jet for a little bit. But Aaron Rodgers will get his number retired. He'll be in the ring of honor. There'll be a great ceremony. Hopefully Rodgers doesn't get himself involved in state welfare like Brett Favre did. And Rodgers will be around the Packers for a very long time. It's not going to, it's not going to suddenly disappear. But he is a guy who holds grudges. And even though Rodgers has said, oh, once the dust settles, I'll be back there and everything else. The Packers have said, said similar I don't think we're seeing Aaron Rodgers for the next 10 years at Lambeau Field. I think there is going to be a massive cooling off period. I think as long as Brian Gunacoust is in the front office, Aaron Rodgers will be nowhere seen at Lambeau Field. I think that that is clear because he does not like that man. And I don't think he really has good reason. He drafted Jordan Love because that was the guy. That was the last one available. Could he have been a little bit more transparent about it? Yes, but he also knew Aaron Rodgers was going to flip the fuck out. And apparently, it wasn't Matt LaFleur's pick. It was just Brian Gutekunst's pick. That's what they told Aaron Rodgers to make him feel better, to not fray the relationship between LaFleur and Rodgers. Think about how soft that is as a quarterback. Tom Brady, when they drafted Jimmy Garoppolo, in a similar scenario. Now, Jimmy Garoppolo's second-round pick. Tom Brady went out and won two Super Bowls. They traded Jimmy Garoppolo to San Francisco. If Aaron Rodgers had won a Super Bowl in the last two years, I think he might have retired, honestly. But if he did it, Jordan Love's probably traded. Jordan Love's not on our team right now. We are riding out the final years of Rodgers. And I think a lot of us are okay with it because we're like, we have a Super Bowl. But that didn't happen. And what... You should always remember is that Aaron Rodgers had every opportunity to do it against San Francisco. San Francisco only scored 13 points that football game. It was right there for the Green Bay Packers to win that football game. It was right there 
readily available, and Aaron Rodgers failed. Aaron Rodgers, for the first time really in the playoffs, absolutely choked. The moment got too big for him. And you just reflect on that, considering the Rams would have been the following week, who hate the cold, who have been owned by Green Bay, and then a young Cincinnati Bengals team in L.A. It was all there for Aaron Rodgers, and he did not finish. Yes, the special teams snafu happened, but it was Aaron Rodgers who was going to throw it to Devontae Adams no matter what. And Aaron Rodgers can talk all the shit he wants about Brian Gunacoust, but it does, at the end of the day, it comes down to him, and it comes down to the production on the field, and he had that opportunity, and he blew it. And he's going to have to live with that unless he wins the title with the Jets and basically rectifies all of this. This will not be the first interview for Aaron Rodgers. There's going to be more things said. This isn't the end. He's going to pay attention to everything the Packers say in the next few weeks, few months. But he knows that he left one out there. And he left other ones out there too. Some of it not his fault. Seattle, for example, is, is definitely one. But Aaron Rodgers can be as spiteful and as vengeful as he wants. But the Packers made the right move. And I look forward to the Jordan Lavera. I look forward to not hanging on everything Aaron Rodgers says. But this is an important thing to talk about. All right. That does it for today. Um, like I said, really short show. I apologize. Uh, we'll get better at this. I, again, you think after doing it for 10 years or longer than that now, I would. But we we all fuck ups. So I apologize. I feel really bad about it. I, I do. I, I hate when I have a ton of data, things ready to go, topics, the whole nine yards. And it ends up being the ramblings of, of the Aaron Rodgers interview. Uh, so that's, that's what it'll be. And that'll be the show. And I'll be back Monday, uh, recap my trip to Louisville and Cincinnati, seeing the Brewers play the red hot reds on Saturday. Um, and anything else that comes across the wire. Um, I do have some fun other topics. And so maybe we'll, we'll get into those. We have importance rankings we got to do. So maybe that will kick us off on Monday. All right. Take care guys. Have a good weekend. Uh, back on Monday. See ya. Bye.